With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable when it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit contains eight essential medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, and z Rest easy knowing that their chief medical team, including Dr. Peter McCullough, stand behind every kit. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Don't take chances. Secure your family's health today with The Wellness Company. For the full episode of The Dennis Prager Show, go to PragerTopia.com, sign up, and become a full member. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and you're in for a ride here. I have Abigail Schreier on. Abigail Schreier wrote The Monumental, I very rarely use that term, book Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. That was published four years ago. It's been translated into 10 languages, which is both wonderful and awful because it means at least 10 different linguistic groups have the problem. You realize that? (laughs) It's good news and bad news. Just out this week, bad therapy. Why the kids aren't growing up. Abigail Schreier, welcome back to my show. Thank you so much for having me on, Dennis. It's such a pleasure to to speak to you. You know, I always look at dedications because I've written a lot of books myself, and I I must say the joy I had. Yeah, I was I was actually deeply moved. You dedicated oh. to your mother and father, which is I totally identify with, and then she writes the dedication. And Zach, always Zach. I got the chills. Abigail, I got the chills. (laughs) Her husband is a gem. I just, I don't recall ever mentioning the spouse of a guest. (laughs) But this couple, these are two gems as human beings. I I have to say it because I I know you both. So this book, uh, how... how is it related, if at all, to irreversible damage? I think it's really related because the question was a few ways. Um, the question I started both books w- with was what's ailing these kids? And with the last one, I was looking at teen girls and a specific kind of social contagion that they had talked themselves into. And this book sort of takes a step back and says, Gosh, they seem to be suffering from all kinds of things they have. They think they have PTSD. They think they have, I mean, they didn't have genuine gender dysphoria, the girls. And now we're seeing, you know, boys and girls with all kinds of diagnoses, um, all kinds of psychiatric medications, and all kinds of therapeutic interventions that they don't really need. But nonetheless, they're being inundated with. And um, this generation really does seem to be suffering. And, and the question I asked was why, and why do they seem to have no interest in growing up? And I think those things are related. I, you know, nearly over, less than half of this generation believes its mental health is good. And so it shouldn't surprise us that they don't feel up to adult responsibility. Yeah, that, they are related. That's exactly, makes perfect sense. The, the something has happened that would yeah. cause so many young girls to think they're boys and something has happened that we have the highest depression rates among young people ever recorded in American history. 
So you decided right. to look into why, and it's yet your title, not yet, and your title is bad therapy. So is that in is is that in both senses that their therapists are doing a bad job, and that they have been raised with a therapeutic model rather than a disciplinary and moral model? That's right. These kids have basically been getting therapy from all sides. They've been raised with gentle, so-called gentle therapeutic parents who don't teach them right up from wrong, don't have high expectations for their conduct, and don't exert their own authority uh, because that's what they've been told by the mental health experts is the kindest, gentlest thing to do. It's a disaster. The school teachers are pursuing this so-called trauma-informed care, which means you know treat every child as if he has suffered debilitating trauma, and um, and then they're getting actual therapy that um, for just being bummed out, uh, they're getting actual diagnosis and they're getting a lot of very significant psychiatric medication. All right, hold it there for one. The the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, forgive me. I'm just taking literally a one-minute break. Bad therapy. The book is up at DennisPrager.com. Speaking with Abigail Schreier. Her brand new book, Bad Therapy, Why the Kids Aren't Growing Up. You should uh, read it and memorize it if you're a parent. For that matter, if you're a grandparent. Uh, And then gently note these things if you can, or if you could just send it to your children who are raising children. Why the Kids Aren't Growing Up is the subtitle. Abigail Schreier, S-H-R-I-E-R, and is up at DennisPrager.com. She wrote the magnificent book. Irreversible damage, the transgender craze seducing our daughters. By the way, on that on that matter, and then we're going to get back to the therapy yeah. issue. Uh, I, I just, I, I hate asking this, but it, you're a you're a national figure, and it's important to have an answer. And I don't know what the answer is, but have you been the recipient of an inordinate amount of hate because of the first book? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, there's, there, yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, there's no question I was attacked and deplatformed as they say, you know, my book was deleted from target was briefly taken off Amazon. Um, it, it never came back to target. Um, and it's, it's banned from most public libraries in this country, but to be honest, I, I, I've been really overwhelmed by the outpouring of gratitude from American parents. And, and that's what I aim to do. I aim to get the truth to parents. And I feel really happy that uh, that I think the book was successful in in sort of breaking up the false narrative about you know uh, gender transition. So I'm, I'm 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 very pleased with how it turned out. I know a couple. Back to your title, bad therapy, and and why you titled it that. So I know a couple. Uh, that's the f- furthest I'll go. But it's not me. I'm not. It's not. I just want to make that clear. If it were me, I would tell people. But it isn't me. But I know a couple who had serious problems with their grown, I mean, really, 40-year-old son uh, who would not talk to them for reasons that uh, are are a real puzzle (laughs) because his complaints had to do with things that happened that seemed uh, to me, because he opened up to me, to be rather insignificant in the long run of a human life. Every kid feels slighted in some way by a parent when they're eight or ten. The and uh, the the 
the parents confided in me that going to the therapist made things much worse. That's right. That's right. That's what parents don't know, that going to a therapy therapist comes with risks, especially with a child, with an adolescent. A child and, or teenager doesn't know how to say to a, par- a therapist, you know, I think we're blaming my mom a little too much, or I know that wasn't nice of my mom, I guess, but I wouldn't call it emotionally abusive. And not only are therapists increasing depression and and increasing sadness and anxiety and worry in kids, they are also encouraging alienation from parents. That's a common side effect of therapy, especially with children. And this young generation is cutting off parents in, in numbers that we haven't seen before. Well, this has been a crusade of mine, Abigail, the the number of people who have called my show grown men crying on air that they have not spoken to their son or daughter in 10 years and that they have not seen their grandchildren in their lives. That's right. And these were the most gently raised kids because I interviewed an expert, a a psychologist who, who deals with alienation, parental alienation. And the young adults who are cutting off their parents they weren't, most often they weren't abused because actually uh, kids who actually were abused often are desperate for some kind of connection with the parent who abused them. It's actually the reverse. They, they, the young people who are cutting off their parents were often raised the most gently and with, with the least you know, authority and rules. And they unfortunately didn't end up with a lot of respect for their parents and they didn't end up with a strong sense of right and wrong. Wow. I would replay what you just said f- for the rest of my career because it, it's one of these truisms that people don't realize because the parents say, I don't understand this. I was such a loving parent. They were. They were. And they didn't exert their own authority. They didn't say, I'm the parent. I know what's best for you. No, you're not going to do that. And unfortunately, people think that's so compassionate. The therapeute, the therapists who write all the best parenting books, all the, sorry, most popular parenting books are directing pe- people, a whole generation in therapeutic parenting. And this therapeutic parenting is backfiring. And the kids, you see it on the streets. They go looking for daddy when they join BLM. And they cut off their parents the second they go into therapy and hear that their parents are toxic because of some minor slight and they don't even realize how wrong it is to cut off your parents because they said the wrong thing or didn't, you know, cater to your emotions enough. Abigail, you will enjoy this because we're both religious Jews and we, we both believe in the wisdom of the Torah, the first five books and the rest of the Bible for that matter. So I point out to people, we're told in that book, Jews and Christians, that it's a quote from Exodus, a man or a human being shall fear his mother and father. It's an actual law in in, in the Torah. You will find this fascinating. For me to tell Abigail something she doesn't know about this, this is a major moment, ladies and gentlemen. Although, uh, for all I know, she does know this. In, in, In any event, almost no translation, modern translation, says fear even though the Hebrew is utterly clear. They say revere. 
They have changed the Hebrew to a person shall revere his mother and father. The therapeutic well, model has hit translations. That's right. And, you know, there's something else you say, which is so wise. I love it so much. And it's exactly what my research showed, which is that parental authority is so necessary for kids. And as you, you know, point out that I, I know this is something I've heard you say that when you ask people if they didn't do drugs in high school, why <laughs> didn't they? Right. And they often said, because my mother would kill me. And the problem is a whole generation of parents raised kids, this rising generation, without ever being the sort that their kids might be afraid of disappointing because they're, they're, they were, their, effect, their high regard was guaranteed. They were following the therapeutic method of guaranteed high regard and they were um, non-judgmental and this is what they've raised. And we need to turn things around and we absolutely can. We absolutely can because in this country, we know how to raise good kids. We've done it for generations. We just need to get back to it. So here, I want to bounce... This is the joy of having talk radio. I get to talk to people like you and bounce my ideas off them. So what role, and if it's insignificant, say it. I, 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 you don't have to agree with, well, you know that, but I just need to say it for, for the audience. What role has a, a yearning to always be loved by their children played yes. in, children, in parents' lives? It's played a huge role because what happened was, you know, you know, you know, the, my generation, I'm in sort of the tail end of Gen X through, you know, millennials, you know, we were so desperate to be our kids' friends. We went to therapy. We were told that anything could cause kids emotional trauma. All the parenting books said it. The schools backed that up and insisted on it. And we thought anything could traumatize our child. So our job was to be their best friends and make sure nothing ever hurt their feelings. And the problem was we never inspired them to better behavior. We never inspired them to be their best selves because we were at their level. So no wonder they don't want to grow up. We didn't give them anything to grow up to. The book, my friends, is Bad Therapy, Why the Kids Aren't Growing Up. And I presume, Abigail, the book is up at DennisPrager.com, by the way. I assume, Abigail, that the statistic that, what is it now, 25% of Americans age 40 have never been married plays into this? Absolutely. The the rising generation doesn't want the responsibilities of adulthood It do, in numbers we've never seen. It doesn't feel prepared for them or emotionally stable enough for them. They're so convinced that they are not most mentally well. And the problem with all this is they aren't taking on adult responsibilities like forming families, like getting married, like being a dependable worker. They, these are people who take mental health days off and don't show up for work if they don't like who was elected president. And the problem with all that is here's the secret the cure to adolescent angst is growing up the cure to adolescent angst is growing up abigail you got gems you you come out with gems (laughs) that's right that's exactly right i it was a given when i was a kid dennis you're going to get married and take care of a family end of issue it was not it was as unnegotiable as I would work for a living. 
<laughs> we'll be and back in a moment. Happier. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Bad therapy, <laughs> why the kids aren't growing up. It's required reading. For the full episode of the Dennis Prager Show, go to PragerTopia.com, sign up, and become a full member. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds, like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.